Shabbat Shalom and good day to all of you, my beloved brethren, wherever you may be at this moment. Praises be to our loving Abba that he has given us this day of Sabbath to worship and honor his holy name. Now, brethren, salvation on the day of judgment is what every professing Christians or all who believes in our Lord Yahusha is trying to attain or achieve. But no matter what one may do or what religion one belongs in, it is only through the will of Yahuwah Abba that matters. That is why one must fully submit into Yahuwah's will in order to receive salvation on the day of judgment or the second return of his son, our King Yahusha. And that is where the problem begins, beloved brethren. Because for most, instead of submitting in the will of Yahuwah Abba, they do their own will or depend on their own knowledge. So the question we must ask ourselves now today is, who will truly be saved and enter the kingdom of heaven on judgment day? We will begin our lesson today by reading the book of Matthew, chapter 7, verse 21. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. So who will be saved? and enter the kingdom of heaven on the day of judgment? The verse is very clear, my beloved brethren. Those who do the will of Abba. How important is it to fully submit in the will of Abba? Even if one calls on his son, Yahusha, Lord, Lord, but does not obey Abba, they will not enter the kingdom of heaven. So what does this tell us, beloved brethren? Even if one is very religious or very knowledgeable of the Bible, or of our Lord Yahusha, it will do them no good if they don't know and do Yahuwah Abba's will. To enter the kingdom of heaven, we must first enter the will of Abba and remain in the will of Abba. So we must submit in Yahuwah's will from beginning to end. And my beloved brethren, whether that be the end of our life or the end of this world. So what is Yahuwah's Abba's will and plan determined from the very beginning? Ephesians chapter 1, verse 9 to 10. Having made known to us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he purposed in himself, that in the dispensation of the fullness of the times, he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth in him. And he put all things under his feet, and gave him to be head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. Was there a plan from the beginning from Yahuwah Abba? Yes, that at the right time, he will gather everything together in one, all things under the authority of Christ Yahusha. That is why, beloved brethren, only through our Lord Yahusha, or belonging inside his body, the assembly where we will find salvation. And that is the will of Abba. How can one fulfill this will? By being baptized into Christ Yahusha's body. Like we were all baptized, dear beloved brethren. So what else is also going to happen? By Yahuwah's Abba's will, all governments and principalities will also be subject to King Yahusha. Now, as we were all baptized, brothers and sisters, can we now say then, is it simply enough to receive baptism? Philippians chapter 2, 
verse 9 to 11. Therefore, God has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Yahusha, every knee should bow of those in heaven and of those on earth and of those under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Yahusha, Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. So is it enough to be baptized and that's it? We're automatically saved, brethren? No. The Bible says that at the name of Yahusha, our king, every knee should bow. What does this mean? We must subject ourselves to our king Yahusha's will. We must be followers of Yahusha. And where can we find those that are true followers of Yahusha? In the assembly, the worship by the name of Yahusha. For there is no other name, beloved brethren, that was given for our salvation. The name that was given to him by our Yahuwah Abba, the name Yahusha HaMashiach. Is it enough that we invoke the name of Yahusha to be saved? Let's continue our lesson in Matthew chapter 7, verse 22. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name? Cast out demons in your name and done many wonders in your name. So is it enough to invoke or just say the name of Yahusha to be saved? No, beloved brethren. Many professing Christians nowadays believe that as long as you believe in Christ Yahusha or make him your personal savior, you will be saved and go to heaven. We are saved, beloved brethren, by the name, not simply by invoking it. Worshiping the names of Yahuwah and Yahusha involves not just by proclaiming the names or saying it, he is our personal Savior, but he is also living a holy life. We must also live a holy life that befits and honors it. Doesn't matter who you are, beloved brethren. You can be a leader of established religion. But if you're not a living a holy life or fulfilling God's words, you will not be saved. Even to those that are many who will say, Lord, Lord, we prophesy and cast out demons and done many wonders in your name, they will not be saved. For they did not follow the teachings of Yahusha, and most of all, the will of Yahuwah Abba. Now, why are miracles and signs not the basis for salvation, like those who proclaim they are? Continue with our lesson in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 9 to 12. The coming of the lawless one will be in accordance with the work of Satan displayed in all kinds of counterfeit miracles, signs, and wonders, and in the, every sort of evil that deceives those who are perishing. They perish because they refuse to love the truth and so be saved. For this reason, God sends them a powerful delusion so that they will believe the lie and so that all will be condemned who have not believed the truth but have delighted in wickedness. So why are performing miracles and wonders not signs, not the basis for our salvation, beloved brethren? Because even Satan, it says, is able to do miracles, signs, and wonders. Now, beloved brethren, will Satan be saved come judgment day? Of course not. What then must be our basis? The Bible says, love the truth. The truth must be the basis of our faith and works. 
Where can we find the truth? In the Holy Scriptures or in the Bible. So we must pray and search for the truth, beloved brethren. Don't we know of some people nowadays of some religion that refuses to love the truth? For this reason, Yahuwah sends them powerful delusions so that they will believe the lie. And we know most of them, beloved brother. Some of them could be our family members. So be grateful. Be grateful, my beloved brethren, because of Yahuwah's mercy. We saw the truth and love the truth. That is why we refuse to believe the lies and stood our grounds that we put our faith in the words of God and in the Holy Scriptures and not the words of men. We are so blessed indeed because now the words of Yahuwah, Abba, in the Holy Scriptures is being truly revealed to us in the assembly. What does it reveal concerning salvation? One must be in the assembly of Yahusha, for there is no other name given by God to receive salvation and continue to remain in the will of Abba. Beloved brethren, how can we then remain? Because this is also very important to us. Once we are there, how can we remain in the will of Abba? Let us continue with our lesson in Matthew 7, 23. And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. How can we remain in the will of Abba? We must not practice lawlessness or break God's laws. How does one practice lawlessness? By rejecting the law. How do some reject the law? Well, some are saying the Ten Commandments is no longer important. They say that was given only to the Israelites during ancient times. It no longer pertains to us during our times in the Christian era. But what did our King Yahusha, Hamashiach, teach, beloved brethren? In Matthew 5.17, it says, He did not come to abolish the law, but to fulfill them or accomplish their purpose. Was we as members of the Assembly of Yahusha, beloved brethren, we must also fulfill the law according to the spirit of Yahusha. Now, beloved brethren, as members of the assembly of Yahusha, we are indeed fortunate and blessed by our loving God, Yahuwah. Because of his loving mercy, he called us into the truth and in the light. We may have been at first, and I speak, speak from experience myself, beloved brethren, at first, we were sad because of our expulsion, weren't we not? From the synagogue or, or from our former religion. But all along, beloved brethren, it wasn't an expulsion. It was a calling, my beloved brethren. Now we are part of the restoration of our loving Abba for our salvation. So now that we have been called by our Yahuwah Abba Allahim through Yahusha, Beloved brethren, I plead to you, let us live by their will and remain steadfast and worthy of our calling. That is my part of the lesson, beloved brethren. A lesson will now be continued by our brother. Thank you.
my beloved brothers and sisters in the faith, it is indeed of great significance that we entered the will of Yahuwah Abba and to remain in Yahuwah's will because there are those who in the beginning or initially do find themselves in the path that is according to the will of Yahuwah our God. However, eventually they pass from that path or they turn away from Yahuwah's will. In other words, they do not remain in Abba's will. That is a great tragedy indeed. What we need to be certain of is not only to enter the will of Abba, but to remain in his will until the end. It is only then that we can say that we have finished our race. And so now that we belong to the assembly of Yahushua, that we have fulfilled his will in our life, what must we do so that we can remain in his will? Let's read the book of Romans 12 and the verses 2. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds, so that you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. How can we remain in the will of Abba? How can we know Yahuwah's will so that we can comply by it? The Bible says we have to discern for ourselves the will of God. Now, what does that word mean, to discern? Maybe we can ask some of our brothers and sisters who are in attendance today. What is the meaning of that word discern? It is to evaluate, right? To test and see for ourselves what the truth tells us. It is to make a determination about the will of Abba. And so when the Bible says we need to discern the will of Abba, we need to put the effort in it. And how can we put the effort when it comes to discerning the will of Yahuwah our God? We have to study scripture. We have to analyze what it says. We need to look at the context of scripture so that we can know what Yahuwah God wants us to do. But is it enough simply to analyze? Is it enough simply to study scriptures, to discern the will of Abba? The Bible says we also need the renewing of our minds. You see, if our minds are not renewed, even if we study day and night, we will not be able to discern the will of Yahuwah our God. This is why we need to first pray to Yahuwah so that as we pray to Yahuwah Abba, he will pour upon us his spirit that will renew our minds so that we can know his will. This is what we need to do always in our life. So what then is the will of Yahuwah Abba now that we belong to his beloved son? Let's read the book of Thessalonians 4, 3 down to 6. It is God's will that you should be sanctified, that you should avoid sexual immorality, that each of you should learn to control his own body in a way that is holy and honorable, not in passionate lust like the heathen who do not know God, that, and that in this matter, no one should wrong his brother or take advantage of him. The Lord will punish men for all such sins as we have already told you and warned you. What is Yahuwah wills? Yahuwah's will for each and every one of those who belong to Yahushua the Christ. Bible says God's will is that you should be sanctified. You see, it is Yahuwah's will 
for us to enter the body of Yahusha through baptism. Do you know why? That's the will of Yahuwah, that we are baptized into the body of Yahusha. It is because when we are in the body of Yahusha, we are justified by the blood of Yahusha, our king. What does it mean to be justified? It means we are put right before Yahuwah Abba. This is why once we are baptized, we are able to exercise the rights and privileges to worship and to obey Yahuwah Abba. And so it is good to be baptized into Yahusha's body. However, Yahuwah God is not yet finished in his work. Yes, he wants us to be added into the body of Yahusha, but he also wants us to be sanctified. You see, after we have been added to the body, Yahuwah God is now working in us so that we can be sanctified. That is part of his will for us. How can we be sanctified? How can we become more and more holy in the eyes of Yahuwah Abba? Bible says we need to learn self-control. How many here know how to practice self-control? It's good that we practice self-control because if we don't practice self-control, we're going to ruin our life. Do you agree with that, brothers and sisters? How many here would drive a car that doesn't have brakes? Would you drive a car that doesn't have brakes? What if it's a Tesla? Would you drive it if it had no brakes? I mean, if you drove a car without brakes, what would happen eventually? They're going to crash, injure yourself, perhaps even cause yourself, even lead to, leads to death, right? This is why we need to practice self-control. We need to know when to press on the brakes. Otherwise, we will ruin our life. You see, Yahuwah God wants us not just to be in the body of our King Yahusha. He wants us that we make the most of our life in the body of our King Yahusha. This is why he wants us to be sanctified. And it begins with self-control so that we control our body. We control against the influence of the world and of the flesh. Can we do that, brothers and sisters? We cannot do that by ourselves. We need to ask for the help of Yahuwah's spirit. What else must we do? So that we can be sanctified. Bible says no one should do wrong against his brother or take advantage of him. When we do that, we're not doing the work of sanctification. We're doing the work of desecration. We don't want that. And so the best thing for us to do is to practice what is good. Remember what our King Yahusha tells us in Matthew chapter 7. Do unto others what you want others to to do unto you. This is called the golden rule. To do what is good. To do what is right. In the eyes of men. And especially in the eyes of Yahuwah Abba. Now when we do what is good. For example. We help our fellow men. We do what is right. When it comes to our relationships. With one another. What also could be Yahuwah's will for us. Let's read the book of 1 Peter. Chapter 3, 13, 14, and 17. Who is going to harm you if you are eager to do good? But even if you should suffer for what is right, you are blessed. Do not fear what they fear. Do not be frightened. It is better, if it is God's will, to suffer for doing good than for doing 
evil. What might be? Yahuwah Abba's will, even when we do good to others and do what is right in the eyes of Abba. Bible says even when we do what is good, sometimes we could suffer because of it. Sometimes when we do what is right, we could be persecuted and insulted because of it. If this happens to us, what must we keep in mind? Bible says, even if you should suffer for what is right, you are blessed. You see, when we do what is good, Brother Yerick, if we do what is good, what is right, will we be blessed for that? Absolutely, right? We will be blessed if we do what is good and what is right. But do you know when we will be blessed even more? When we do what is right and what is good and we suffer because of it and still do what is right and good. You'll be blessed even more because Yahuwah God from heaven above looking at what we are doing. He will say, he is indeed my son. He is indeed, she is indeed my daughter. Because who's the best example of one who did exactly that? He did what was right. He did everything perfectly, but he suffered and was put to death. Yet, right before he died, he said and prayed to Abba, may you forgive them because they do not know what they are doing. Who said that? Our king, Yahushua, right? He did what was good, but he suffered for it. But he remained doing what is good. He even prayed for his persecutors. And when he did that, indeed, Yahuwah was pleased with him. And so let's follow the good example of our King Yahushua. Let us do what is good and right in the eyes of men and especially in the eyes of Yahuwah Abba. What also is the will of Yahuwah for those who belong to Yahushua the Christ? Let's read Thessalonians 5, 16 to 18. Be joyful always. Did you get that? You know, that's a command. That's an unusual command, right? Apostle Paul tells us, be joyful always. Do you know what makes that command unusual? Because when Apostle Paul wrote this command, right, which is Yahuwah's command, Apostle Paul simply is writing, moved by the Spirit and telling us about it, right? Do you know where he wrote that? This command, that we should be joyful always. Do you know where he wrote that? Maybe we can ask Sister Jenna. Sister Jenna, do you know where he wrote that? In the Philippines? No, not in the Philippines. Where was he? Yes, he was in prison. Can you imagine how many can be joyful in prison? <laughs> I mean, you might be joyful in the beach, right? Maybe you can be joyful in the mall. <laughs> but to be joyful in the prison? It doesn't make any sense. How can that be? How can Apostle Paul not only be joyful in prison, he even expects others to be joyful always. And then he goes on. Pray continually. Giving thanks. What does it say? In all circumstances, good or bad, and everything in between, Apostle Paul says, in all circumstances, be joyful. Give thanks. Why? For this is God's will for you who are in Christ, Yahushua. You see, if we are in Christ, Yahushua, every moment in our life, whether we are in jail or out of jail, it doesn't matter. 
where we are. It doesn't matter what's happening to us. If we belong to Christ Yahusha, we have every reason to be joyful because Christ is in us. You see, the greatest gift of Yahuwah Abba for those who belong to Yahusha is that Yahusha can be in us through the power of the Spirit. This is why Apostle Paul was able to say, be joyful always. Because anywhere we go, the Spirit can reside in us. And when the Spirit resides in us, we will find that peace and that joy that surpasses all understanding. And so why, why do, must we continue to be joyful and thankful even in times of suffering, times of testings in our life? Let's read the book of 1 Peter chapter 4, 12 down to 14. Dear friends, do not be surprised at the painful trial you were suffering as though something strange were happening to you. But rejoice that you participate in the sufferings of Christ, so that you may be overjoyed when his glory is revealed. If you are insulted because of the name of Christ, you are blessed for the spirit of glory and of God rests on you. Why can we be thankful, even be joyful, even if we are in the midst of great trial and suffering in life? Apostle Peter tells us, because when we go through suffering and testing, because we do what is good, Apostle Peter tells us we are participating in the sufferings of Christ. Brethren, please understand this. When we are added to the body of Yahusha through baptism, is that good or bad? That's definitely good, right? It's a blessing in need. Because when we are parts of the body of our King Yahushua, Yahushua identifies with us. And when we get to the judgment seat, Yahuwah, our Abba, he will say innocent, not guilty, but innocent. Because Yahushua has become our head. Indeed, it is a great blessing to belong to Yahushua. However, if we accept that part about being part of the body of our King Yahushua, we have to also accept the other part. What is that? We have to participate in what he went through. What did Yahushua our king go through? Sufferings. And so if we are parts of the body of our king Yahushua and we want him to identify with us, we also have to accept that part that says we have to participate now in his sufferings. And so don't be surprised. If we go through many persecutions, especially because of the name of our King Yahushua, it's part of the package, so to speak, when we accept Yahushua to be our king in our head. And so what is the blessing for those who participate in the suffering? Bible says you will be overjoyed when his glory is revealed. You see the suffering we endure now, but the glory we will enjoy forevermore when our king appears and we will be forever with him. But brother, what can I do? Sometimes I'm overwhelmed with pain. Sometimes I'm overwhelmed with sorrow and persecution. What can I do? It's right there. Apostle Peter and the other apostles went through the same thing. There were times when they almost gave up. But there was one thing that they could always count on, especially when they were facing persecution and suffering in life. What was that? Apostle Peter says in the end, if you notice, Apostle Peter says, you are blessed. For you can receive the spirit of glory 
and the Spirit of God because it will rest upon you. Brethren, when we go through persecution and suffering because of Yahusha, our King, prepare to receive the Spirit of glory and the Spirit of our God. And so it's an opportunity for us to actually become stronger than we were before. It's an opportunity for us to become sanctified and be all the more ready for the great day of our salvation. So don't give up. Instead of giving up, receive. Receive what Yahuwah God intends to give us, which is comfort, joy, and power that comes from his spirit. This is why Apostle Paul was able to say, rejoice always. Because he received that spirit that was promised by Yahuwah God through our king, Yahusha Hamashiach. So let us continue to endure. And in the end, what is Yahuwah's will? Let's read what it says in the last passage that we're going to study today in the book of John 6, 37 to 40. However, those the Father has given me will come to me and I will never reject them. For I have come down from heaven to do the will of God who sent me not to do my own will. And this is the will of God that I should not lose even one of all those he has given me. But that I should raise them up at the last day. For it is my father's will that all who see his son and believe in him should have eternal life. I will raise them up at the last day. Brothers and sisters, believe in this message of our King Yahushua. It speaks of the will of Abba. We know Yahuwah's will will prevail. There's no force on earth, no work of men that will ever thwart the will of Abba. What he declares to be so, it will be so. We can count on it. Because with but one word, he created the heavens and the earth. And so whatever his will is, it will prevail. What is the will of Abba? Our King Yahusha says, it is the will of God that I should not lose even one, not even one. But I should raise them up at the last day. Brothers and sisters, let us never ever forget. The one who has the last word is who? It's Yahuwah God. Sometimes when we see people die, sometimes when people we love pass away, and we are on the gravesite doing the funeral, and people are weeping, and rightly so. Sometimes when we bring the body into the coffin and then bring them deep into the earth, and say our final goodbyes. We hurt so much. We cry and cry. Perhaps we even say aloud, get up, get up. But no matter what we say, no matter what we do, they remain in the grave. But you know what, brothers and sisters? Time will come when our King Yahusha will appear in he from heaven and he will say with a loud voice, come out. And those who belong to him will come out of their graves. Why will our King Yahusha do this? Because he will fulfill the will of Abba. He says, I will raise them up at the last day. You see, death does not have the final word. Death is not a period. Yahusha says he will come back 
And he will bring us back to life in the will of Yahuwah Abba. So after all is said and done, we will be with them forevermore. And so while we wait for that day, we might be called upon by Yahuwah God to go through suffering and persecution. So be it. And when we go through that, Yahuwah God has given us a great gift. His son. His son to be our shepherd. Brethren. Before we pray today, we want you to cling to your king. We want you to go to him, to go to him every day, especially in these last hours of the world's existence. Let us do our best to depend on him. Go to him when you feel burdened and overwhelmed. Why must we go to him? Because Yahushua our king says, those the father has given me will come to me and I will never reject them. Yahushua will not reject us. Instead, he will look for us. Yes, as human beings, there will be times when we get lost, right? There will be times when we make mistakes. But Yahuwah and Yahushua will never give up on us. This is why our king says, I will not lose even one. There may be times when we feel like we have been lost. That people have given up on us. Maybe we have given up on ourselves. Yahushua will not give up on us. He will look for us. And he will make sure that we will be raised back to life. In the last day. And so brethren, let us go to him. Let us place our trust in him. The gift of Abba to all of us. That we may be with him forevermore. That's the ultimate will and plan and purpose of Yahuwah God. To bring us all into his kingdom forevermore. Let us stand and we shall pray together. Everlasting and most holy Yahuwah Allahim. Your people praise you. We thank you so much. Because your will is an expression of your love. Your unfailing love. That continues to shine forth in darkness. And it because of your unfailing love. That up to this very moment. We are in your present will. Father we know we shall be tested. You know sometimes we are called upon to endure suffering. But teach us that no matter what happens. To keep doing what is good and what is right. And even in painful circumstances, to find our joy in you, to find our joy in Mashiach, as the spirit you promised will continue to rest upon all of us. We need you, loving Abba. Be with us, especially now, on this day of Sabbath. May you please send forth your spirit to comfort us all. In our assembly today, manifest yourself, reveal yourself to us, that we might become strong in our faith, that we may endure until the end. Loving Abba, thank you so much. By your will, your son was sent here on earth. By your will, he died on the cross for our sakes. By your will, we also know you will send him back here. And when he does, 
we shall be taken together with him. Those who have died in him, they shall be resurrected. We will see them once again. How we long for that day, a great day of rejoicing. Loving Abba, we ask you, please, loving Father, remember us. Do not forsake us. Even now, as we prepare ourselves, bestow upon us the power of your spirit. And may you give that also to our children, to our loved ones, that we may share in this joy together, the fellowship of love that we have received from you always in our life, our King and loving Mashiach. Yahusha, we worship you. We want to know the Father's will through you. Teach us when we approach you in humble supplication and prayer. When we talk to you through our thoughts and by our faith, may you respond from heaven. How we long to hear from you. How we long and seek fellowship in you. Please manifest yourself daily in our life that we can walk together with you and continue to find the path that leads to our Abba. Father, thank you so much for listening to us. May you heal us of our sicknesses and may you bless all that we do. Help us to succeed, not for personal glory, but for your glory and honor. Help us to continue until the end. We ask and beg everything, loving Abba, in the name of our Lord and Savior, Yahusha HaMashiach. Amen.